listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with uh, Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Morning, Jim. Morning. Morning, Peter. Morning, Richie. I just uh, raised my seat to create a bit more eye contact with uh, my radio colleagues <laughs> there. I was feeling like the seat was too low. And I like yeah. to think that when you look at me, it's, it's icon. Tapped. <laughs> yeah, that was oh, how, yeah. That's how I was spelling thing. it. Yeah. That's not what I said. Obviously, the tap, when I got to tapped, I thought, oh, no, oh. they're not so relevant. But, uh, <laughs> first bit, I was pleased with. But, you know, starting, well, that's what it, that's what it's all about. Yeah. Um, happy, um, is there something happening? What is it? Saturday. Happy Saturday, guys. And, and you. Um, happy happy Post All Souls Day. What? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Postal Souls, did you say? <laughs> Uh, yeah, anyone in the post office, congratulations. <laughs> yeah, doing a great job. They are. Kind of. Um, <laughs> it's easier than it was, isn't it? What do you mean? Well, I mean, there used to be so many letters, but now people just, you know... Well, they, they we were so these, dependent on them now. These are males. Then, I mean, now we've got other means. Mm. Do you think there's anyone in the world that thinks they're called a male and has never heard anything to the contrary? Oh, maybe. <laughs> um, if, if you're that person, 8, 12, 15... Uh, I um, it was Halloween, of course, um, as you suggest this week, and which is a big deal in our house, is it? Oh, uh, my five-year-old son puts the decorations up. I'd say end of September. <laughs> Does he? And they grow every time I come in. There's a new big spider, or a, uh, yeah. you know, we went out and did the the pumpkin thing. But the thing is the trick or treating. What did he dress up as then? Well, we both dressed as um, Kylo Ren. What was Kylo Ren? Kylo Ren is um, is the, the, yes, the son of. Um, oh no, perhaps I better not say this in case people haven't seen The Force Awakens. Okay. Anyway, he's the new Spoilers. bad guy in Star Wars. <clears throat> okay. And we both right. dressed um, in the, in the same outfit. Um, oh, I like, like a couple's costume. I like that. Well, father and son. I, I know, like, I like it. I like to think of him as uh, next Ren. <laughs> nice. <laughs> For new readers, um, Chris Eubank calls his son next gen, so uh, just a little footnote there for you. You yeah. can laugh and leave a space for you to laugh now at that joke. <laughs> OK, um, one thing I did, I, I got into my Kylo Ren outfit and mm. um, sneezed quite heavily with the mask on. Oh, yeah. It never occurred to me that is f- for the re- next hour, it's like I had half a pound of liver on my face from oh, this, like, clammy... Oh, dear. And I thought, remember I said to you recently, they tried to go for reality in films, but no-one yeah. ever sneezes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Unless it's a big plot point. <laughs> um, and uh, I thought, yeah, he never sneezes in The Force Awakens. No. He never says, you know, I will do, do, get that girl and that droid, or I, oh, I'll... <gasps> oh, it's gone. Get that girl and that... Ne- never <laughs> no. happens. Might in the blooper reel. Oh, I hope so. He might get a frog in his throat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll tell you what happened. Uh, we went to um, David Baddiel's house, which is um, on my road. To trick or treat. Oh, I, see. Trick so or- I oh, saw nice. you both later, which we'll get to, but you had a whole other Halloween going on beforehand, yeah, well, which I quite like. Yeah, my Halloween starts at about half five. Yeah, it's like the Oscars for you. Yeah, so um, yeah, so we went, uh, we knocked on um, Dave's door and mm-hmm. his partner, um, the lovely Millwenna Banks, came yeah. out. 
But of course, we were both Kylo Ren. Oh. So it was inter- it's an interesting um, opportunity to find <laughs> out if one of your friends who's nice to you is also nice to strangers. Yes. Oh, yeah. Very good un- undercover work. Yeah. Turns out I thought she's a little bit nicer. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> There's, you know, there's less baggage. <laughs> Did he say hello and give you some sweets? I tell you what, he, I tell you what. No, it was it was Moenru oh, came to the when, door. No, yeah. but I tell you what was um, brilliant. There's a thing. There's a, there's a John Wayne spoken word album. You probably you probably know it. Sure. And there's a thing about uh, Republic. It's called, and it's John Wayne talking about how it's music. Everything is music. And um, John Wayne talking over the top of it. It's a brilliant album. There's a bit called The Hyphen. There's a track called The Hyphen. Mm. And he says, there's a little thing called The Hyphen. It's caused a hell of a lot of trouble in this world. And I thought, this is John Wayne getting heavy on grammar. (laughs) And then you realise there's no such thing as a Spanish-American or a Chinese-American. There's just... An American. That was that was the whole. That's his anti-hyphen thing. Anyway, he talks about the word republic, and he says, "When I hear the word republic, I feel like a man feels when he watches his son shave for the first time." <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, I miss John Wayne. I have to say, and I felt a bit like that because um, Moena was giving Buzz um, the, the sweets and all that, yeah. and he he realised that our masks had fooled her, and and it was the first time for the very first time, and uh, it was a special moment for for me. The first time Buzz said, "Do you know who I am?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, so proud. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank, 511, post office does not deliver mail. That is royal mail. And they put a kiss afterwards. Thanks for oh. the kiss. Wow. Mr. Passag. The post. <laughs> or missus. Or missus. The post <laughs> office doesn't deliver mail. Doesn't. The what? royal mail. Are they two separate companies that work I together that and is... share a surname by great coincidence? That as. Um... She was a nice woman, that uh, Sarah Sherner. <laughs> Remember her? <laughs> well, it's both male, essentially. I um, Post office surname isn't male, though, is I'm it? I'm not saying it's the exact same surname. I'm just saying they share... Right. He, they do that job, don't they? I think post office is the place where they have the counters and you can get your forms and oh, I see. do all that stuff. All right, so boyfriend it's... of 511. <laughs> yeah. No, no, but that, I'm, I'm genuinely shocked by that. So the first office oh, yeah. doesn't deliver mail. You could knock me down with. Oh, oh who? Mm. Can't think. There's no. There's no um, big celebrities that you can mention anymore without putting your career on the line. That's true. Yeah. So I'm going to say with a feather. Yeah. With Barry McGuigan. <laughs> That's what's happened. It's a comedy. Into the world of cliche. That's what's happened. It's a comedy. Okay. Um, <laughs> So, um, so yes, we both went as um, Kylo Ren on the things. Yeah. Well done. And, and interesting for me, of course, not only were we not recognised by friends, we weren't recognised by anyone. So no one came up to me in the street. I was just some bloke dressed as Kylo Ren. How was that for you? I hated it. <laughs> yeah, I thought you might. I couldn't, I couldn't live like that again. Couldn't you? No. You need the cloak of celebrity. And I don't so much want a cloak <laughs> as a... You had one um, that night. ...as a lighting rack. <laughs> no, I um, no, I, I don't want to be uh, 
don't make me go back there, as I think they say when Harry met Sally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I didn't like that at all. I'll tell you what I did like. You know when I latch on to a gag that delights me, I will say it a hundred times. Yeah, I think we know that. I think. Well, oh, yes. Boz is um, dairy-free at the moment. Right. And so um, it's a slight problem trick-or-treating because you can't have yeah. chocolate. So he's very good. People bring out a bowl of sweets and he was picking his way through, finding like Haribos and stuff. Yeah, okay. And on there, clever. Yeah. But it was quite, um, it's quite gloomy on our road. Um, right. When you get to the top end of our road, it's quite, it's quite gloomy. And um, I must have said 20 times, um, in my Kylo Ren outfit, <laughs> oh, it's a little bit on uh, the dark side. And I, I just kept <laughs> yeah. saying that. It's difficult to wear because it's a bit on the dark side. It gave me so. Oh yeah, that's. I like the idea of Kylo Ren pleasure. being uh, dairy free as well. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's good. Yeah, exactly. When a Star Wars character is dairy free. Well, I imagine he's quite anal, you know, for quite right. strict yeah. and a bit of a control freak. Okay, uh, Kylo yeah. Ren. I don't think that'd be overstating yeah. the right case, but. Um, Perhaps the the, 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 the round-up to this story is I took Boz to school the next morning and there was still a few pumpkins and stuff about outside houses. Yeah. And he said to me, um, it's interesting, he said, it's it's over now, Halloween, he said, for another year, but I, I can still feel the terror. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Lovely. Oh. <laughs> oh, I love a bit of uh, post-fear residual. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I got to see Frank's costume. Mm. What, for the party? Yeah, but... Showbiz party. Well, you went to Jonathan Ross's Halloween party. Mm -hmm. And I've got to say, I mean, he walked in and Kath said, your Kath said, have you seen Frank? And he was wearing, he had a black wig on. And a, and a sort of pantsuit, essentially. I mean, it was quite Leslie Joseph. And then Jonathan Ross said he looks like you in, you in five years. <laughs> but he was carrying one little detail he's oh. left out. Ah, yes. Well, I know I didn't take that on the, uh, the trick-or-treat. That was best. He brought a lilo. No. Mm. So, hang on. Black wig. He was Kylo Ren... But he was carrying oh, a lilo. What, like lilo, Ren? Yes, yeah. I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm afraid. I'm afraid I did that pun. Visual well pun. David Bedil came up to you and said, has Frank Skinner come as a pun? Yes. <laughs> as a what? A pun? As a pun. I was a pun. Was I, a had, pun. I, I did come as a pun. And I was trapped in that pun all night, of course. It's a big thing to carry around. A, a lilo. I a think lilo. you carried yeah, it off, yeah. though, Frank. Well, at least it was quite light. I was so glad I hadn't filled it with a bread dough. <laughs> oh, which yeah. is my initial thought. Yeah. But, um, yes, I thought this will be funny. The thing is, I've got the most <laughs> fabulous Kylo Ren um, lightsaber at home. Oh. Have you? And Boz said to me, you, take it, you can have my, take my lightsaber tonight. I said, no, it's all right, I've got something sorted. He was a bit so offended. I've got something... Look. Did you say, I've got something pretty, pretty <laughs> special yeah, I thought, up my well, I thought this will bring the house down. <laughs> and, oh uh, well, it made me laugh. Well, a lot of people come up to me and said, uh, oh, why, why has Darth Vader got a uh, oh. Lila? Because they didn't even know Kylo Ren was, a bit like Alan Cochran didn't when I mentioned him. Yeah, I do. So... Really. 
I mean, that would be... If, if there's anyone listening who's writing the next Star Wars film, I think that would be a good angle. Um, Kylo Ren getting mistaken. <laughs> annoyingly. In it, getting, oh, uh, Darth Vader. No, actually, um, I'm not... Dot. No, no, I know Darth Vader. I like the refurb. No, 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 no. I'm not actually. Oh, the chest cleared up. No, it's not me. I think that would be a great little scene in it. Oh, I thought you were about to pitch to the Star Wars people that they should have. Why you started on. saying Star Wars? Because I'm talking well. to Frank. <laughs> Got to speak his language. What do you say? Star, Star Wars. Well, you said, what do you say? It's what it is. I thought you were going to pitch the idea that they should have uh, Kylo Ren carrying a Lilo for the whole <laughs> film. That'd be, that'd be ridiculous. It was yeah. red. What I liked about it, well, it was red and it was like, you know when you go through those seaside towns and they're they're outside, it's the merch that's outside. Yeah, exactly. It was one of those. It wasn't like some big flashy one that Taylor Swift would have. Well, I I went for red because the lightsaber, his lightsaber is red. Oh, okay. Oh, that was good. So, yeah. I I thought thought you'd gone for red so that if people said, who are you here as, you could go, Kylo Red. Oh, no, no, hang on. Lilo Ren. (laughs) Yeah, wasn't it? <laughs> Did a double confusion. I'm afraid it, I didn't didn't get that good. That could have been part yeah. of your patter other than the, the dark side. I just thought everybody knew Kylo Ren. I mean, come on, people. This was a media party. They didn't know Kylo Ren. <laughs> True. Media party. True. Oh. And then Danny Baker said to me... Uh, Who was he as? He always comes as a cardinal or something. Yeah, he was, he was, a, he was a cardinal. He said to me... Um, <laughs> He said to me, uh, you know what, that really suits you. Do you know yeah. it did? And I thought, <laughs> so this is my look now, sort of yeah. monk, black well, monk outfit with uh, tights. I think I pointed out to you, Frank, why you looked good in that. Since you've gone fashion thin, mm. you looked quite on the catwalk. You didn't look like bloke in fancy dress outfits. Right. You looked a bit lager felt. I liked it. Yes. I've gone from Lagerlout to Lagerfeld. <laughs> 20 years, 20 long years. Skinner, Dean and Cochran. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute radio. I once went to the... Um, oh, who's famous fashion person? Versace. Oh, I once went to the Versace shop in Milan... Okay. And tried on a pair of black leather dungarees with no intention <laughs> of purchase. Oh. Just to see how that would be. And um, it really was quite a thing. They were quite wide at the side. There's an element of, for our older listeners, give me that ding. And it was like a clown. Like if you could imagine a sort of S&M clown. Yeah. I suppose. And I can. All I need is the mirror. <laughs> but yeah, I went in with no intention of purchase at all. I just yeah. thought, I wonder what they would look like on me. Yeah. And I wish you'd got them. Yeah. I do as well. So maybe my look is some sort of real avant garde fashion Easter look. But I mean, I couldn't have carried that off in Smethwick. You just look quite high fashion. Yeah. With the boots, it was working for me. Funny old world, isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. So, yeah, I went as Maleficent, so I had giant horns. Okay. Yeah. And a cloak with a purple satin lining. Nice. Yeah, quite goth. Alan Carr went as the JC. 
Oh, he did. did he went Gemma Collins. Yeah. yeah, he did. Did he get a tenner for turning up? <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. And then I had a bit of an embarrassing thing where... Well, I had a lot of embarrassing things. This was me, after all. But I had a moment where I, saw, I was chatting to Dynamo, as one does. Now, Dynamo mm. would be rubbish at trick-or-treating. Why? Because no one would give him a treat, would they? Yeah, they want a trick. They'd want the trick, definitely. Yeah. Oh, that's no, It'd be a nightmare, he'd come back. No wonder he's thin. He's <laughs> <laughs> no not get any sweets. Yeah, yeah. And he's there just working away, doing the tricks all night, thinking, I don't know why I'll go trick-and-treating every year. See, I've got mixed feelings about Dynamo, because you told me that you saw him at an event and he didn't do any magic. And he then, did! But then you told me that you saw him at another one and he did loads of brilliant magic. Yeah. So I, he doesn't fit the mould for didn't the normal do it, magician. He, he didn't do any magic for me um, at the Halloween party. Really? Uh, well, give him a then. night off, for goodness sake. Oh, I think that's great. Come on, that is not, that is not <laughs> Do I get a night off from being game. funny? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I thought... 8, 12, 15. <laughs> I thought Louis Theroux... I get the odd morning off, but I mean... <laughs> um, I saw Louis Theroux there, and I thought he should have made more of an effort, because he just had, like, a black tie on and a jacket. And I saw him from afar over at the other side of the bar, and he was with Dynamo, he was talking to Dynamo. And I, I went to speak to Connie, and I said, Louis Theroux, he's over there, I've seen him. I spoke to Charlie Booker, he said, I didn't know he was here. I said, he is. I said, he's just got a suit on. And then I didn't realise it was a cardboard cutout that was chained to Dynamo. That was part of his costume. So I went round basically criticising him for his lack of effort the whole night. Did you spot the cutout, Frank? Um, no. Okay. I spoke to it for 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, no. But from I was fascinated as well. What a waste. <laughs> Were you thinking Louis Theroux's not asking as many questions as usual? Well, it's always, you know, it's always a, a, a quite understated. It looked so good. Really? Yes. So he brought Louis Theroux. He brought a. Yeah. What was the What was the costume that he included a, a full length Louis Theroux? Well, Dynamo was dressed in an orange boiler suit, wasn't he? And he oh. was chained to it, so possibly it was to do with the kind of work he does. Oh, um, like perhaps. That. Yeah. You know, he goes into places and interviews. Oh, he exactly. goes into places. We all do. Prisons. <laughs> Maybe it was Gitmo, as they say. What about I made Frank a cup of tea, didn't I? Did you? Every year, 11 o'clock. You do seem to. That's the story every year. Yeah. It was a great party for refreshments. I tell you what, my first ever, I had... Um, That's what? something only non-drinkers would say, by the way. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> nobody, nobody would drink, like, eight beers. And, <laughs> and then get a really good party for refreshments last night. That's because they're I not refreshing, beers. are they? <laughs> they're not refreshing, they're um, reforming. <laughs> <laughs> their personalities but me I had a waffle burger oh yeah oh did you like that not strictly named it's a bit inaccurate think, but if, if something is a uh -uh burger I think it has, it's what's in the burger but you know what I mean like a hamburger or a beef burger mm, or a veggie mm. burger but a waffle burger was a burger on, on a waffle instead of on a, a, a cob as we used to call them yeah right um, so you're right. So, and a waffle is quite a nice thing to eat. Um, a savoury waffly burger thing. Is yeah. I tell you what struck me as well. Boz has got a little um, medieval castle at home. Yeah. And a waffle would make a lovely soft play portcullis. Yes. <laughs> That's a lovely. Yeah. So yeah. I might, I, I might, uh, I might install one of those. Get a box. I believe, mm. if I remember. 
I think if if I'm looking for versatility, I think it's bird's eye potato waffles oh, that yeah. I need. Mm. They are waffles. I believe they they are waffly versatile. Yeah. Perhaps one of the great advert songs of all time. <laughs> yeah. I oh, what Is about that... fried onion rings? Oh, oh yes. Will they be? <laughs> what about that one? We'll have to wait and see. Come on. You know the one where the cat goes meow 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 and it does seem to be doing it with its mouth. I don't know how they do it, but it's it's remarkable. brilliant. He should have toured that cat. I'm surprised he hasn't done Glastonbury with the way it lapsed into gimmickry. Frank. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. When I got up last um, Sunday morning, mm-hmm. for the first time I think I could ever remember, I had, I'd, I didn't know anything about the clocks going back. Oh, really? And um, it was a genuine surprise to me. You know, when people miss things so they didn't put the clocks back. I've never done that. Right. Something I'm quite, you know, always look out for. Yeah. And I got up. Thinking, oh God, I woke up a lot earlier than I thought. It was my stomach, did you? I think oh, no, it was. It? Actually, it was my stomach. Don't take credit for no, that. No, come on. We don't <laughs> want the stomach wars. I think they both went, and uh, yours lasted longer. Well done. Okay. Or would it be stomach wars? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was. It was. I felt disgruntled it, about it. Did it impact on your day? Did you notice? Because your phone changes just naturally now, doesn't it? That's one of the. Yeah, but. I tell you what, I like just that once a year as well, you get the chance. I love going to bed thinking, oh, extra hour, extra hour tonight. It's a lovely feeling. I thought it was an yeah. hour less last week, wasn't it? You got no, an extra it hour. goes back. No, we had extra hour, love. Extra oh. hour, love. Ah, oh, well, now the confusion has <laughs> started to feel. Suddenly, I'm not the biggest fool on the hour front. Yeah, yeah. No, it went, yeah, it goes back. Yeah. And so two o'clock becomes one o'clock. So, of course, oh, that's an extra hour. I think I said that, and my wife said no when our daughter oh, wakes up. Blame the instead wife. of it being seven in the morning, it will be six in the morning. And so you'll be. Away well, I wish I'd known Saturday night because I had quite an indifferent gig at Soho Theatre. <laughs> and I, oh. I would have liked to have said something at the end. <laughs> Look, you are going to get this hour back. <laughs> I would have felt less guilty. <laughs> But uh, it was, no, but you know, like, I, um, I once bought my manager an expensive bottle of um, wine. Lovely. Um, so 1961 Chateau Lafitte. Oh. Did you? And it's... Don't like anything with feet in the title that you're meant no. to consume. Um, and it's one of the few occasions... What about pig's feet? Exactly, I'm not okay. going to eat those, am I? Never read it, do you like, don't like a trotter? No. Anyway, I, um... <laughs> I had I to tell him. Pegged for a trotter fan either. I had to tell him um, how much I'd paid for it because when you have that drink, that's that's the thrill, isn't it? Right. Knowing and going to bed knowing you've got an extra hour. That's when it's like, next morning you've you've missed that moment. Yeah. What was his reaction when you told him how much you paid for it? Was he, he was happy? Thr- absolutely thrilled to bits. Oh, good. <laughs> I think first of all he thought, "Hold on, do I get any of that?" No. <laughs> no. Um, but now it was. Uh, it was, it was, I was a- angry about it. Shut I argued against it. Oh. I argued with my partner. I said, I think, you're, I think you've got this wrong. That was pathetic. Oh. But I still did that thing I do every year on yeah. that day. I still said, uh, look at that, dark at five o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, like last year. The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. This is um, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text us. Come on. <laughs> on 8 12 15. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. You know, Twitter, much loved. And email the show via the Absolute Radio yes. website. We've had quite a middle class I, um, IEM, idiotic eureka moment. Oh, okay. Hi, team. I never realised for years that the word Marmite is the name of a type of French casserole pot. Not only is there a picture <laughs> of said pot on the label, true, oh. true that, I've seen that, but also the actual jar resembles a Marmite pot as well. Mm-hmm. I know I haven't solved the Enigma machine or anything when I found this out, no. but I wonder what other products are also marketed in too highbrow a manner for ordinary people like me to understand. Live the show, Paul Wood. Oh, I think that's an autocorrect on Love the Show. I think it was as well, but I wanted it, to read it out because I enjoyed it. If it was praise, live we wouldn't show. have read it, but I do like the idea that we live the show. Yeah, maybe live the show. Oh, we do good. live the show. What, yeah. a, what a life that would be, yeah. So that's useful that's to That's a great text in, though. Highbrow advertising things that have gone mm. over the people's heads. I mean, there will be some people that well, don't know HP sources out of Parliament, won't you there? You took there the words right out of my mouth. Oh, did I? And I'm not even meatloaf. Great minds. Out of my mouth. Unfortunately, you left the carbohydrates. <laughs> um, You've changed. Yeah, yeah he's, so, he's changed. so changed. I, uh, on the golden... What's that tree called? Golden syrup. Oh, Lyle's. Oh, Lyle's golden syrup with the yeah, um, yeah. the lion. Oh, he likes anything There's a lion, lion base. There's a lion, but it says on it... Um, Three lions. Out of... Out of strength comes sweetness or something like that. Oh, yeah. I think that might be from the Old Testament. Really? Is that right? I mean, how many people are getting that when they're getting... Who, who buys that? Who, where's I mean, it I'm come? not. When Does I it use... still exist, that yeah, stuff? Definitely. Yeah, you can buy that. I love syrup. I think it's advertised on the <laughs> love television. Love a syrup. Yeah. You love a syrup. <laughs> yeah. Um, we've also... A, well, we're like the old... That's a part of a Bruce Forsyth obituary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've also had a couple of texts. Um, I wouldn't say full-on is, but they're not not either. Um, sorry to have shocked you earlier with the post office slash Royal Mail news. They mm. separated in 2012 when Royal Mail went private. That's Hold from it. Nettie. Who... I like they separated, <laughs> yeah, like some me messy divorce. <laughs> what was... I'd like to ask Nettie is, yeah. oh, was there not a thing called... Insignia or yes. something like was it Frank. Insignia or was it somewhat similar? Consignia. They tried oh, to rebrand yeah. the post office and or the Royal Mail. Yeah, I was such a Who can say? Who can say? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, consignia. I think so. Monsignor. Monsignor. <laughs> Mon- <laughs> it sounds like one of those terrible language tapes Monsignor in the 70s. Post, it could be called. Is this More, an Italian Monsignor drama Post. on BBC Four <laughs> that you're talking about? Monsignor Post. You ever seen yeah. that? What's that Italian Consignor film about yourself. the postman? A film about the postman? Il surely... Il Postino. Here oh, I thought it was Don't one of those anything. Robin Asquith 70s films. No, no, not one of those. It's just never happened to a postman. Confessions of. Confessions of a postie. Yes. No, I've got well. another one that I am. Um, I think I might be injecting a te- slightly tetchy tone that doesn't exist here, but let's see what you think. Clocks going back does not save you an hour or lose an hour, as when you go to bed that night, it's the opposite. You're still asleep for the same amount of hours. Time is irrelevant. Live oh. your work. All right, no, da- all right Descartes. Yeah. <laughs> Time is irrelevant, quite a, <laughs> quite a yeah, heavy I mean, concept. Statement. 
For commercial radio? Yeah. That's why we don't have time checks on this show. <laughs> <laughs> time is irrelevant. Wow. Wow. I'm going to get a T-shirt with that on. Yeah. But I'm going to have it spelt T-H-Y-M-E. <laughs> so my basically um, sort of anti-herb. Rosemary and thyme. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, my theory that, you know, the mixed herbs, you, you could yeah. just have one pot called herbs because every herb tastes basically exactly the same. Oh, yeah. It's just that herby taste. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, you don't need all the variety. Just get herbs and then you're sorted. <laughs> There you go. Spoken In other like words, a time food lover. Time is irrelevant. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. So Steve Amflet has uh, tweeted us mm-hmm. Re Lyle's golden syrup. Oh yes. The lion is dead and being feasted upon by bees. Keep it light, Lyles. I don't yeah. want I don't want that on my syrup. Well, you know, I, I, there must always be a sigh of relief when there's a dead lion in the jungle. That that can't be true, I don't think. I don't think bees eat lions. No, but that is, that is the, uh, the picture. Oh, is it? It's a, yeah, it, that, I think that's how, how um, sweetness comes out of strength or something like oh, that. Oh, OK. I don't right. know. It's, you know it's, it's, as you say, the whole point is a complicated concept for a golden syrup can. Yes. Yeah. The Marmite thing, I've never heard of... Um, a French, French pot called yeah. the Marmite. Yeah, yeah me neither. Yeah. Of course, you know my, uh, you know my Marmite thing, don't you? So I heard uh, David Frost on a satirical TV show did mm. a joke. Marmite, hopeful par. You know right. That? Yeah. <laughs> do you get it? I, I do get it. Oh, I think I've we've discussed this before. Yes, yes I know. Um, <laughs> Well, I had another Marmite story, then I'll abandon that one. Uh, oh, don't, Frank. No, no. I hate it when no, you lose I, your little confidence. I don't want to go... Uh, I don't want to go... Uh, re- repetition. Um, no, but there'll be others who won't have heard it before. Come yes, on. Yes, but can we live our lives for others? <laughs> so, um, 8, 12, 15. I, um... <laughs> I, uh... There was a thing... Do you remember there was a... It's been quite a while ago. There was a Marmite shortage probably about uh, 15 years ago. Oh, right? yes, no I one could remember, get Marmite. Yeah. And uh, I was doing the chat show uh, that I used to do. And so I did topical comedy. And a joke I was particularly pleased with was to say what they need to do is to get an enormous knife and <laughs> take it to the factory and just scrape out those bits. At the corners. <laughs> but it strikes me, it doesn't really work now because the squeezy Marmite thing has oh, taken yeah. oh, over. Yeah. Nobody puts the knife in Marmite anymore. No, no we still got a glass jar in our house. Yeah, yeah, me too, actually. Well, yeah. that's what I love about the North tradition. <laughs> they don't go squeezy. 857, re clocks going back. I moved to Spain. What a 70s text in clocks going back. Because <laughs> um, it affected your life then, because the phones didn't yeah. automatically update. I moved to Spain 25 years ago, and it was two weeks before I knew the clocks had changed. <laughs> I thought the shops had just changed their hours for winter. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I feel better about myself. Yeah. <laughs> That's brilliant. What a, what a blow that must have been. Yeah. Two weeks, though. Sort of dystopian nightmare territory, <laughs> isn't it? But, but time, time is Brilliant. irrelevant. Time is irrelevant. Well, exactly. <laughs> Let's not forget that. Um, 
We've also had a message uh, from 420. Morning, Frank. Just need to drop in that whenever I listen to you now, I think of you as a multi-award-winning radio presenter. Your accent confused me for a few seconds the other week after your award night. I quite like that you're multi rather than multi. Oh, multi as in... um, Yeah. M-A-L-T-Y, yeah. Holixy. You're a multi-award winner. Yeah. Horlicks. Now um, they've got. Are they highbrow? What have they got? Some some nice sort of Victorian child, maybe. I think they've got a, a quote from uh, Ezra Pound's Cantos. Oh yeah, oh. on the front. That's too highbrow. <laughs> no, I don't drink. I, I wish they were. <laughs> Um, multi-drinks. It is once you say it in the right way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of a multi-drink. What would that be? That'd be a night nice out, I suppose. I might go out for a multi drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or when uh, somebody puts accidentally a little bit of coffee into a cup of tea, you know, or stirs the tea with a coffee spoon. Oh. That's a multi drink, isn't it? Well, now I think you have to do it while, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've been talking about time going. The ch- time changes. People mm. missing out on uh, on the daylight saving. You missed it last week. Is that what it's called? It's, it's not daylight saving. Not in the winter, is it? Yeah, I think it's called consignia now. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It got rebranded in 2011, <laughs> yeah. I believe. Yeah, consignia. Um, but I can't believe that we've mentioned it all that time, but we've not mentioned Prulith's. Um, <gasps> What a mistake to make her. Very good. When, that was Joe Dolce's follow-up single. I, I mean, she she tweeted. I don't know if people. Is I mean, it who mi- doesn't could you know call this? it a, a miscake? It was, oh, oh, very good. Come on, Frank. very good. That's why you get the big. You box. should really be a headline writer because some of theirs were not great. Um, but she uh, she she tweeted the winner too early. She yeah. announced it um, for the for the people that don't know. This, she announced Bake Off and. Oh. She said, "Ah, oh, what she said was bravo, Sophie. And I haven't heard bravo since my parents went to see Derek Jacobi at the National in the 70s. Well, I still, okay, one still hears it at the opera, I must say. Oh, I always you? love it. Yeah. People shout it unironically. Bravo! Brilliant. Yeah, I, I do like that. Excellent. So she tweeted bravo, Sophie, and she was in Bhutan, I believe. Yeah. And Where is that? No one goes there. It's, it's sort of near Tibet to... and Nepal. Oh, is it? of the Himalayas. Have you ever met anybody who's been to Bhutan? It... I've been near. Is it referred to on Ian Dury and the Blockheads, Hit Me With My Rhythm Stick? Hit Me With Your Rhythm Stick? Oh, maybe. 8, 12, 15. From, From the... Of, of Bhutan. Yes, oh. yes it oh, is. Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, but yes. I know what you mean, Al. It's an but unusual destination. Nobody goes. Yeah. There. I mean, you meet people and they go, "Oh, yeah, I went to Spain and I didn't know the clocks had changed for two weeks." But you don't meet people that go, "Oh, I went to Bhutan and I accidentally <laughs> tweeted the winner of Bake Off six hours early." She Amazing. Said, but if I'd have had a big national secret on yeah. Sunday morning, mm. I could well have texted it, blurted it an hour, an hour early and, yeah. and, and spilt the beans. So, you know, th- there but for the grace of God go I. That's what I, I would yeah. would though. I think you would have gone on the on the mobile phone device and you would have probably checked like smartphone. Yeah, you would have probably thought oh, I should I should really check this before I make any announcements. <sighs> I mean, you well, Prue is new. New Prue. I she know. is. Yeah, she is new. She uh 
I noticed Paul Hollywood was on Bake Off Extra Slice. I'm a bit strange because I don't watch Bake Off, but I watch it Bake Off Extra Slice. Oh. I like watching one of those shows. But without the... Like the extra factor, without the commitment to the main the show. Lifting. Yeah, because you get to know everything without having to commit to an hour and a half, and I don't want to do it's that. It's like me yeah. and Strictly. I like everything except the dancing. <laughs> <laughs> I love all the other stuff. It's do great. Do you fast-forward the dance and just listen to the judges? No, no, no. I, I, I watch it live, so I, I don't have Holler that option. But I, I'm looking forward to the judges' comments. Yeah. Right. And, of course, the VT inserts when people you are... Like yeah, I like them because oh. I think it's good oh, the public God. are constantly reminded that comedy is not quite as easy as they might think. <laughs> <laughs> I come out of it feeling like a giant after I've watched that. Why do they happen? Why do the VT inserts on Strictly even happen? To kill a bit of time? But they could kill it with some, you know, but which well, is Paul, valuable. Paul Hollywood said he was horrified. By what? By, by the by the Bruce. indiscretion. Imagine being guilty of an indiscretion. But um, yeah, he wasn't happy. But oh. then he went on to sort of say, "I'm," you know. He said, "Well, look, you know, mistakes, mistakes happen." But why didn't she? She could have covered <laughs> it up. <laughs> she could have said. She could have come back and said, uh, "Sorry, um, predictive text. I meant brave, Sophie." She did the whole <gasps> final with an aneurysm, for example. <laughs> right. And then she'd have covered it up. Or, uh, <clears throat> or then just I would have just immediately done the same text, but with the other two, and and kept it a bit. Oh, my friend Sophie just tweeted me and said, um, "What channel is um, or, Dad's Army on?" <laughs> or I would have said, "Bra Sophie," meaning she was giving advice or something. Yeah, Bravissima. <laughs> yeah, Bravissima. There's, there's one in Covent Garden. There's <laughs> all sorts of ones. She could have oh, got round. She could have got. There must be other Sophies on the production. She could have said, "I was actually talking to." Sophie Ellisberger, the um, oh, yeah. the grip, the chief grip, chief grip. Yeah, Ellisberger. Yeah, oh, Ellisberger. Yeah, she. Um, Don't know her. It's very popular. It's one of my when, when the um, immigrants first arrived in America, that the Ellisberger was a popular <laughs> foodstuff. <laughs> oh, we got through that, guys. Whoops, the mics are still on. Yeah. <laughs> the Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio. 590, a.k.a. Julie, has said, Frank, Al, Lady M, shout bravissimo at the, at the opera. It feels so good, it really does. <laughs> I bet it does. I'll do that <laughs> next time. We've also had, not quite a correzione, but um, uh, well, maybe it is. Oh, uh, hold on. Do you want the, do you want the mm. jingle? Yeah, let's... Correzione, correzione, Ian Jury lyrics, Deserts of Sudan, not Bhutan. Uh, Cheers, Justin. Uh, it was a guess. I think it's, is it on um, new Bhutans and panties? I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> What's it? it was a joke. Oh. His album was called New Boots and Panties. Oh, that was good. I just yeah, didn't but know when you name. have to explain. It's like, oh, you know, no, it's well, like when you awful. have to say I love you first before they say I love oh, you. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. It's worse. <laughs> anyway, I nearly uh, was scuppered by the um, spoiler that Prue had done. But then it, Do I, you watch Bake Off? I do watch Bake Off, yes. Lovely. I like it. And, um, and what happened was the news feed on my phone said Prue has spoiled Bake Off, but thankfully it linked to a broadsheet who Hang said on. we're choosing not to spoil it. 
And, uh, do you get extra slice alerts? Frank gets who no, alerts. I, I, I get, get Shitsu alerts. Come on. I don't get extra slice alerts. I've never watched that, but okay. I. But actually, I didn't watch the Brit final on the alerts, night. But I get less and less as I get older. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't. I didn't watch Bake Off final on the actual night. We watched it a day later. Oh, you did well to get away with that. The ch- yeah. Well, here's what happened. We sat down. We said to the kids, "Oh, you can watch Bake Off before bed." And my son said, "Oh, I know who won it. They mentioned it at school." <gasps> and I went, "Don't tell any of us!" Yeah. I shouted at him properly. Right? He went, Ooh. "Okay, okay. I'm not going to tell anyone." <laughs> it comes on. Five minutes in, he goes, uh, "Oh, that's Sophie." Oh, well, no. at, least, at least he didn't say uh, bravo, Sophie. <laughs> he might have. Obviously, obviously, yeah, that would have been a special <laughs> moment. I would have thought. Yeah. Um, uh, I basically, um, why don't they use my old, my dad's old method? Is when the football results came on the news, he'd put his fingers in his ears and go ah, just like that until it was. It's actually that note. I'm really? telling you now, it was that note. I've heard it so many times. <laughs> but it is effective, that isn't it? You can probably stop. Yeah, but you can't hearing. do it with the internet. You see, no, oh, that's no. what's changed. That's but, true. Uh, I like still... Prulie, though. I felt rather sorry oh, for I her. I really liked her. I like that, and I like that she's not uh, the invisible woman. Which happens quite often, let's be honest. And she's an inspiration to me that I'm not going to wear beige when I'm older. I will embrace the primary, the primary colour. The primary. Yeah. I um, thought she was great on it. And it proves to me that no one's irreplaceable because people thought, oh, Mary Berry, irreplaceable. But mm. actually, it turns out all you really need to do to do that job is be a woman of a certain age <laughs> and quite nice yeah. and be able to eat cake. The necklaces help, Al. Which I think is going to make Doesn't it difficult sound like much for a qualification. <laughs> it's, it's, People making money out of that now. Well, I don't think <laughs> I had to work my god's out. I don't think there, she's going to get a million a quid a season. Do nice you? woman and make cake. <laughs> when her agent, that's when her it, agent, what? Well, that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Well, thanks. This is, uh, thanks for the uh, interview. You got the job. <laughs> I mean, really. That celebrity now? That's it. That's all it took about that. Frank job. sounds like Judy Dench outside the I've, Ivy. I'll Judy Dench what? could do it if she was nice. I feel She's like not I've, nice enough because she was rude to Frank once. Right. I feel like a black cab driver must have felt, <laughs> when, having done three years doing the knowledge, when the sat-navs came out. Yeah. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Much as I love Prue Lees... Mm. We were just talking off air about some things, and don't look so panicky. Don't Absolutely terrified. So panicky. Is anybody else terrified? No, I can't remember just, now what we were talking about. Listen, it just made me think. She used the oh time difference, Wi-Fi, mm. internet thing. Much as I love her with her zany Corbynista red spectacles, I do think that is not an excuse. Whenever people cite you know Wi-Fi problems or oh, t- I email don't believe problems that email problems didn't get the email <laughs> oh time wear, difference does she wear red spectacles Prue yeah she does I didn't know that of course she does Frank it's not she often you see those colours, usually accompanied by a cat sweatshirt you know the <laughs> cats the musical I think actually Noel Fielding wears that and yeah, <laughs> probably she wears the red specs I, but I, I'm sa- what I'm saying here, Frank, sorry, but she shouldn't have made the excuse. I mean, I know there was the time difference, but just apologise. Don't come up with these silly excuses. Yeah, I don't, I don't find it easy to believe that someone that can work Twitter can't work the world news function on their phone. 
it's too, I can't it's too easy to do. <laughs> but being able to boot it's just there. It's just there on clock. You just click on clock and it tells you, you what, what the time is. You wait till it happens to you, Alan Cochran, when the bootan's on the other foot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I disapprove of um, time Great British Bake Off. I, don't, I think we've got a national obesity crisis. We've got a hit show about cake. Is that a good thing? Good point. You know what cake That's does to people's point. lives? What? Well, it kills them. Mm, slowly. Come on, and what about these people when they have to take the roof off their house and <laughs> winch them oh, out? There are many of those. I don't, right. oh, it's I don't a think we can blame you know, them on Bake Off. He's reading the tabloids. He's reading the, his um, magazine, supermarket mags in America. I saw footage of a, a, a woman being, no, it's a bloke, I think, being took out of a house through his roof on a winch. Yeah. With, yeah. The, with these, oh, his waste products dripping off him like. Like you took something out of a fondue. Yeah. I mean, that's cake. That's what cake does to people. No, I think it might be some <laughs> other stuff. To How much cake do you eat? Um, About a half Are a cake a day. you turned into the no. sort of sugar police or something. If you no, think of no, one oven, about if, half of that per day, that's I, what I eat in If cake. I went to the BBC and said I've had an idea for a show, the Great British Roll-Up, <laughs> which um, we make, who can the best, make the best cigarette and then the judges come round and have a couple of drags off each one. They'd say, no, they can't do that because tobacco's really bad for people. Oh, cake's really great for people. We've got a national obesity crisis. Have we got a national bronchitis crisis? I don't think so. Um, Next. Oh, Frank. Next. I just want you to have some pleasures in your life, that's all. Yeah, yeah. Don't, buy, just... don't buy all fun, Frank. Yeah. <laughs> you tell him. Yeah, fun. boss, dancing, you tell him. Dancing, that's good for you. That's a good thing to have as a, as a programme. But even that, a minute ago, you said you don't really like the No, no, but I'm not trying. <laughs> but it's harmless. Oh, touche, Zorro. <laughs> it's harmless. You don't have to like... I mean, I, I'm not a big fan of martial arts, but I, I approve of you doing Ouchie. that. Thanks very much. Okay. Obviously, I think one day... And some days I'm not a big fan of them. <laughs> you're going to lose your temper and kill someone, and then um, that's the trouble. I'd be amazed you? if I could with my abilities on the mats. Oh, right, I don't know. You you're fast it. as lightning, as we well know. I'm not. You know what Paul Merson said? You keep going to the uh, hairdressers, eventually you're going to have a haircut. <laughs> Referring <laughs> to the hairdresser, why is say, why do you come in here? Why well, isn't that on know, more pub walls? Why do you come in here? You take up a seat. What do you want from me? <laughs> I love living my life by his rules as well. Yeah. Well, <laughs> great player. He was. Sophie as well. Yeah. Sophie. Sophie's like super fit, track cyclist. Careful. Yeah, she oh, does okay. boot camp. Does she? Oh, she was in the She's army. Military, I know. So that. she can handle yeah. a bit of cake. Oh, she'll burn that off in an afternoon. She said she put on a lot of weight during bake. I don't believe it. I wonder how much she can handle the tabloids now exposing every single moment of her life up to the moment she won bake off. I wonder if that's fun. I yeah. doubt it. I I oh, want... She'll get over it. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be all right. The cookbook will be out soon enough. Horrible. Oh, yeah, the cookbook. That'll be, that'll be out there. Yeah. But one of the criticisms of this series of Bake Off was that um, it's got too much product placement because it's moved to Channel 4, so there's like oh. certain fridges in that you can see the brand and there's they like certain blenders. They don't uh, use it though, Al, though. They don't say, I'll just open the Siemens oven. It's all that sort of thing. No, I, mean, yeah. I think we'll smell a rat next year if we see that Prue Leith is wearing a Casio World Time wristwatch all the way through yeah. it. I think yeah. that's... I'm, well, Al, them. you make a good point. She could do a Gareth Southgate. Oh, Older yeah. readers will know what I'm referring to. Yeah. I'll do an, do an ad about the mistake. Hot. Alluding to her terrible mistake. Yeah, own it. Mm. Was it... I mean, I don't watch Bake Off. Was it a real 
Oh, I mean, did it spoil your day? Well, I only watch Extra Slice, so I don't <laughs> so, know. So, so, yeah, We're so the worst two people to ask. <laughs> I managed to... Uh, how many people have said, oh, it's like that episode of The Likely Lads? Do you think that's happened? I said it was like that episode of Seinfeld. Did you? Yeah, I don't know what episode it would be, but I just want to join in with And the I herd. just mentioned Curb, yeah. I want to run in with the herd. Oh, the, you know, all of that episode of The Simpsons where, um, where Homer has the answer to an enormous popular game show and tells people because he's in Idaho and it's a different... Um, you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what I said. That was my reference. Yeah. One of my faves. Who? That episode. Oh, OK, sorry. <laughs> Even Homer nods. Oh, oh, lovely. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show on 81215, if you please. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the radio <laughs> and email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Almost not audible that you were eating that. You no, I hid it. I hid that pretty well, I thought. Very also, good. I would like to nominate If You Please for Whatever Happened To. It's really not a phrase you hear that often these days, and no. I quite enjoyed that, Frank. That is Thank true. you. And we've actually had a couple of texts that I'd like to bring to your attention. Frank. Attenzione. They're actually about your musical tastes. Oh, yeah. Believe yeah. it or don't. Um, here, here's, here's the first one from... You know Dub- what they say? Sweetness comes from strength. Yes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Where um, the hell did you pull that up from? This one's from uh, reader 005. Sir Nelia Spy. Sir Nelia Spy? Is that his name? <laughs> yeah. So, oh, that's my Cernelius would be a good name unless you he got knighted as Spiley. He's Sir, one of the planet Sir of the apes, Ferdinand. isn't he? Yeah, I think he is. Funnily yeah. enough, one of the uh... planets of the apes. <laughs> Some sort of satellite. Well, yeah. I'm sure he wore a suede waistcoat slash tabard. <laughs> this person signs their uh, text as Brother Gorilla. Brother Gorilla. Well, dear Frank and Emily and Alan, uh, having heard Frank mention Jake Thackeray on many occasions, I decided to look him up on the internet and find out who this chap was. And then we get along. Who knew? He's just marvellous and is now firmly planted in my favourites camp. Many, many thanks for introduction. Brilliant. Sorry, Mm. I know this text has no relevance to today's show. Brother Gorilla. (laughs) A a reference to... uh, (laughs) Indeed. That, I'll tell you what I like about that. Um, yeah, do tell. My partner is one of her enthusiasts. My partner, David Furnish. It's, uh, yeah, <laughs> the, the producer, David Furnish. Um, my my partner, um, Catherine Mason, <laughs> is um, a very big fan of matchmaking. Oh, and I always mm. think it's a dangerous. Yeah, you got to be so careful. Whereas this is what my form. Makes me happy, yeah. and that is introducing someone to a sort of some sort of music or something like that, yeah. or a book or whatever. It makes me feel I'm thrilled to discover Jake. It's a bit special, I tell you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, sister Josephine, you do do a good impression of him too. I'll give you that. Oh, many hours of listening. Um, Brilliant. We've, we've got another musical Frank Skinner. Really? Yeah. Mm. Believe it or not, they're like buses, aren't they? Two they come are. along at once. Um, you spoke last week. I thought about... you meant they smelt of urine. <laughs> <laughs> you spoke last week about Hall and Oats, which reminded yes. me. Yes. 
The first time I heard anything by them was in a hi-fi section of a department store. Oh. Can we have a moment's silence for hi-fi section? Yeah, love it. <laughs> Again, not something you hear often. Lovely. I asked the salesman who it was, to which he replied in a black country accent, all the notes, which I interpreted as <laughs> very good, all Al. the notes. Yeah, very good. <laughs> <laughs> I subsequently wasted my time searching in HMV between ABBA and Aztec Camera for anything by this e- elusive non-existent band, presumably all the nuts. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, um, I was... That's from Bob. I met and, someone uh, who was on their way to Tiswas once and Tiswas was fil- fil- filmed in Birmingham and they went they stopped at this garage and said to this bloke how do I get to the Tiswas studios he said what you want to do mate he says go straight up there but you can't <laughs> you're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio Frank we've had uh, a text in Golden syrup, which we were talking about earlier in the show, if you recall. Texture like wine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, if any students are listening, yeah. um, we were talking about the labelling on golden syrup, Lars golden syrup earlier, and there's a lion being, well, it appears to be devoured by a swarm of bees. And <laughs> God, like, caught me on the on the hot bat. I was just not expecting. It frightened you a bit. I didn't think a lion had got into the studio. No. I was just surprised to wow. hear the sound. It made me feel very nostalgic for the, my uh, holiday with the world's strongest men. <laughs> uh, Golden syrup. The reference is Samson's riddle. He killed a lion, and he liked it. And later, <laughs> when he passed it, there were bees producing honey in the carcass. Check out new Samson movie coming soon. Oh, I got nice. Uh, <laughs> what um, a plugalooia, as the Reverend Billy would say. Plugalooia oh, for the movie. I will check out the new uh, Samson movie. It sounds uh, good. Sounds up your street. Yeah. I like the idea of finding Especially a hook. Especially about Kenny Samson, the former Arsenal. Oh, I used to love Kenny Samson. Great tash and great good tash. Yeah. yeah, and a good yeah, tash. From, right. from strength comes sweetness. That's what they said about that tash. I do. Yeah. <laughs> um, we've got um, we've got a bit more fake news actually to uh, to deal with. I don't know if you've seen the story this week that um, the world's most expensive shot of whiskey, which was apparently 139 years old mm. and was sold to a Chinese millionaire for seven thousand nine hundred pounds. Oh, this is not even a bottle. It's yes. a it shot. was one it's a shot, shot. Yeah, yeah. and it went to. Um, <laughs> Zhang Wei. And it turned out to be fake, Donald Trump style. Fake. Fake booze. Check your booze, yeah, yeah. It's fake booze. Yeah. He's a teetotaler, isn't he? And, uh, the old he is. uh, DT. Yeah. Which, which is something else. The DT. Something else I've got in common with Donald yeah. Trump. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, it's worth just taking a moment to think that that man tweets as he does without the aid of alcohol. <laughs> Completely Let's just sober. take that moment. I mean, he imagine... He a lot of golden syrup. Imagine if he had... he's got a golden syrup. <laughs> <laughs> Trebon. <laughs> so... We're going to go on to this fake. I need more time for that gag. Yeah, yeah, it does. It's, um, it's worth having a look. It was isn't a good it? one, good wasn't gag. it? Good gag. I good re- gag. I good really gag. like that, Frank. Oh, thank you. So but you much. Ha- what you haven't got, you see, is some a replacement 
for the some of them will fall on stony oh, yeah. ground. What do you do when something lands well? We what? need to come up with something for that. Like what a, about... A, I like it. Nice. I like it. I was thinking oh. more of one of those arrow sound effects, like it's hit the bullseye. Oh, that'd be good, wouldn't it? Or bullseye, Billy Special Prize. Yeah, yeah. But at the beginning of um, Robin Hood with Richard Green, used to start off, he's going... Yeah. Yeah. Robin Hood, Robin Hood, riding through the Glen. We yes, could go exactly. on. Great middle eight. He yes. called a band of outlaws to a tavern on the green. Yeah. They swore to help the people of the king. Yeah. They. He came to Sherwood all... Forest with a feather in his cap. Uh, but they challenged all injustice on the English country scene, but still had plenty of time to sing. <laughs> I love that. Oh. That's I love that injustice one. sorted for another day. Anyway. <laughs> Be my love, my darling saviour. <laughs> Go on, Robinson. Go on, Robinson. No, no, Robinson. Bravissimo. <laughs> oh, oh, what fun they must have had. <laughs> Mary, apparently, says on the posters. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. So we were talking about this uh, fake drink, the no, um, uh, shot of whiskey. It wasn't a fake drink. I think a fake drink... It was a drink. Well, yeah. it wasn't worth the 9,900... No, £7,900 that he paid for the shot. So that is incredible. I mean, even... How, did, how old did he think it was? 139 years old? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I believe so. And it was from the 70s, is that I think right? The, they'd be surprised if it was before the 70s. Still quite old. Said. How old yeah. is whiskey? A lot well, of whiskey. This oh, whiskey, eight, 12, 15. <laughs> 1878, he thought. That reminds me of, uh, there's, there's a talk, Alan Bennett talking heads about his mm. mother. Yes. And he said, uh, she said, uh, how, how old was Churchill? I said, when? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently whiskey isn't the most fake drink in the world. Apparently what the is most fake is um, is a wine called um, Chateau Neuf de Fites, is it? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, awkward. Oh, that's yeah. all right, because I got, he got his, he wouldn't know. <laughs> as long as you don't he know. He wouldn't care. I mean, you've got to say of, of, um, of Zhang Wei. So, yeah. Zhang yeah. Zhang Wei. Zhang Wei. Yeah. He he still had the pleasure of drinking a 139-year-old whiskey. And he got his money back. Because he didn't know. Yes. Did he get all his money back or did they keep the price? Did they take the minus? I hope they did. (laughs) Minus £8.70. Yeah, minus what you would have paid for a a whiskey, £3.80. So there you go. My favourite. It is a Swiss hotel, so it would have been quite expensive anyway, presumably. I love a Swiss hotel. Do you? Um, Can I say my favourite thing about Zhang Wei is he's a martial arts fantasy writer. He's what? He's a martial arts fantasy writer. <laughs> I mean, come on, Cocker, that's a lovely friend for you. That would be a good friend <laughs> for me. Don't you think? And he's got, they've got the Scottish, they can bond over the Scottish thing, the whiskey connection. Well, you could maybe write me to be better at martial arts. <laughs> that would, uh, I need can someone to. Can I tell you to. something? Having read what? that he was a martial arts fantasy writer, I thought, <laughs> that sounds all right. Yeah. So I went to my Kindle. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. You got and, some. Uh, you didn't download Zhang Wei. 400-page book, 99p. Did you download it's cheaper it? cheaper than the whiskey. It is. It is. Um, so it's a book called the, the Ancient Ship that he wrote. Uh, it's mm. probably not ancient. It's probably 19. <laughs> <laughs> but um, 400 pages, so 99p. It's about 
two five of a penny per page. So I don't judge a book by its cover. I judge it by its price per page. Yeah. Um, I didn't even make the penny. It's one of the worst oh, things. I mean, it might be that the translation's bad. It could oh. be. It was it's like someone just been fed into a translation app, hasn't it? It was like they were taking dictation from a sat nav. Oh. So it's all, you know, we went, th- you know, when you get all that scene setting, we went through Gizu province and Zizu oh, yeah, yeah. province and then Bocheng country. All right. Do you think at the end it just says, Where's you have the reached- ship? Do you think at the end? <laughs> he wanted the longboat. It it's might like- just say at the end that you have reached your destination. Oh, no, it was end. like, it was, I didn't get any further. Oh, that's a shame. I was all- Little it tone was- I noticed creeping into the Cockrell's voice, a little bit supportive for Zhang Wei there. Yeah. As a fellow martial arts. Look, I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt. Could be a bad translation. But... (laughs) Yeah. Unreadable. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we need, a sort of... This is the sort of... he's going to put that on the post. This is... is (laughs) Unreadable unreadable Frank Skinner. Skinner. Next to very cruel, unknown English woman. He could put it on the Chinese, the original Chinese. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Unreadable Frank Skinner. (laughs) A bit up and down, Frank Skinner. (laughs) <laughs> um, I suppose from left to right. No, I... Um, Very good. <laughs> you know that Richard and Judy used to have that book club where they oh, recommended yeah. books. We oh, could do yes. an, an, al- an, an alternative... Um, books to avoid. Yeah. <laughs> the, the the dark side of reading, in which we talked about uh, books that we'd read. And there was one on Didn't a... Didn't really like. I read one on a... I was on a plane. I'll tell you after. One of the things I like, um, but is somebody uh, blowing over the top of a milk bottle? <laughs> There's some um, some works going oh, on in yeah. Golden Square. Okay, I um, it's a Halloween thing. There's a lion being devoured by bees. Oh, not what again? <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, the, 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 if you've got doubts about the authentic authenticity authenticity. The authenticity mm. of your vintage whiskey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The the company you contact are called Rare Whiskey One Hundred and One. Oh. I thought I'm glad I don't host that panel show. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a dull night, wouldn't it? Oh, welcome yeah. to Rare Whiskey One Hundred and One. <laughs> Somebody's going. It's malty. This yeah, one. This, yeah, this yeah, malty, malty. Who would you malty have drink? Malty, malty. Oh, I didn't do my malty. Oh, no, now I've really set myself up. Mm. I don't have anything. No. Malty Poo? That's a lovely dog. Oh, Maltese Poodle Cross. I what oh. you're talking about. Yeah, Malty Poo. Oh, <laughs> can you stop saying it, please? <laughs> <laughs> don't you think it's true, though, that when he had the drink, he thought he was drinking a vintage whiskey, so he sort of did have his money's worth? Yeah, like Emperor's New Clothes, but then well, later on he looked a fool. Like, Again, um, an interesting philosophical is question. It a it is. Parable? Is it's like happens? a... D- do you remember there's something about Miriam? No. It's a reality show when yes. it was uh, there was a pre-op transsexual and uh, we didn't know all these. All well, the men didn't know. The men all <laughs> thought it was this gorgeous woman, right? Yeah. And this bloke had kissed her and been very delighted. And then when he found out, yeah. he got very uh, the way you know macho men do. Right. I kissed a man and it's on telly. Yeah. Well, I think was his single. Yeah, I think so. And he got furious. He's going to beat up the producer and all oh, that. That's not but nice, that, but you know, but when he when he did the kiss. He was in, as yeah. far as he yeah, knew. Exactly. It is, it is. It's, well, uh, complaining then. Anyway, I was on a plane. Very esoteric text in this. Mm. It is. <laughs> um, I don't think it should be a text in. When I, um, um, what happened to Miriam? Eight, twelve, fifteen. <laughs> yeah. I um, I was. You know, when you buy a 
a book in an airport. Yeah. Oh, yes. Normally with a, a samurai sword on the cover, I find. Well, yeah. Yeah, well, what I particularly yeah. like arts fantasy. is um, Aeroplane Edition, that one, you know, when, you, when it's like a hardback yes. book, but it's not a hardback. I don't know that. Have you not yeah, seen Aeroplane Edition? So books that are only available in hardback, you can go to an airport bookshop and you can get the paper still big as big as a hardback but paperback because what? they I should think, just call it airplane mode Frank. I think the theory is that you could hijack an airplane with a hardback book right if you're a black belt mm. in origami yeah well you mm. could put the corner in say the stewardess's eye <laughs> and if, yeah. if they shot a harpoon I think they have a harpoon don't they for unruly passengers yeah. then yeah. you hold up the book and Whereas yeah. the, the... Yeah, anyway. So I bought this book. Right. It's called Anamkara, and it was about Celtic spirituality, which I'm very interested in. Strange <laughs> choice. So I started reading it Not on the... Frank. Started reading Tickle. it on the plane. Yeah. Well, and now going? here's the thing. Now, here's that. Because I actually... I said out loud... A, a, some, a, a phrase I'd forgotten existed. I actually said claptrap. <laughs> I hadn't heard it for years. I don't know. It came from the very depths of me. Like when you, you know, when you're sick for a long time, and the last bit of it is that bitter, really bitter yellow yeah, stuff yeah. that's been there since the eighties. Yes, claptrap. The word I just clap said claptrap, and I did. I did perhaps the worst thing you can do for a book because people talk about the bargain bin and all that. Mm. But what I actually put it in was the elasticated netting <laughs> oh, oh, wow. on the back, and I left it there. Oof. It was behind next to, the mesh. It was there. Yeah, it was next to a, a sick bag and a, a discarded uh, and mi- a well, mini pretzel. And maybe a well thumbed magazine on uh, the duty free oh. fare available. But I left it there for the next for someone Did else you? who might possibly. Yeah, I didn't want it. I didn't even want it in my. I, I sort of covered it up. I didn't even want to see it again. What didn't you like about it? Was it irreligious? Uh, no, it was just. <laughs> Claptrap. That's what it was. Claptrap. Mm. I mean, let me if if um, if John um, what was it? John O'Donoghue is listening. Oh. In respect, you wrote a book. Oh my but, God, he's um, named him. <laughs> this has happened. I know yeah. it says on the front international bestseller. So you know, it's, I'm I'm the odd man out in this. Mm. But you know, heroin is an international bestseller. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Do I want it? No, thank you, mother. Skinner. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. Sorry, I don't want to be distracted, but I'm seeing a, a potential traffic violation out the window. <laughs> Are you? You know, I'm the motoring correspondent on you this show. You don't want to so. abseil your way into a citizen's arrest. I don't want to. He's like um, the parking superhero. I am a bit. Hey, what, I've Reginald Mole, husband? I've... Uh, <laughs> There used to be a bloke who did... There's an advert about how to park oh, yeah. that used to be on the telly. Oh, yeah. And it was called The Day Reginald Mole Husband Got It Right. And this bloke, who, like myself, found parking a mysterious science, mm. finally worked it out. Oh, mm. I watched that, that advert a thousand back. times and learnt nothing. We should bring yeah. it back, though. Some people could do with it out there. I've hey. been, um, I've been <laughs> puzzling over something that someone said to me for a week and a half now and I'd like to workshop it with, uh, with my radio colleagues. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, last week I was in a little... Um, I was on a Lincolnshire mini-break. Me and my family went on a dog walk. 
So we've Lovely. got so another American, another American film, though. God, isn't it? What? Lincolnshire Mini Break the Third. <laughs> <laughs> so if you picture the scene, we've got me, Cockrell, Mrs. Cockrell, and uh, the, the two Cockrell Juniors, and oh. and the Whippet, mm. Lucky Cockrell, yeah. as we call her. And uh, we went on this, you know, nature walk that happened to go through a golf course. So the pathway was going through a oh, golf course. Yeah. Always unnerving. Yeah. Don't really like golf, but um, there was. Well, some... I think it's golf players I have a problem with. Well, one of them, uh, a man, I would say in his sixties, possibly. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't make younger. him a bad person. No, it doesn't. But. <laughs> We approached, and I think we look like a sort of a picture postcard family because we've yeah. got the whippet, the two children. Did you have a flat cap on? I did have a Pinky flat cap on. blinders? I knew yeah, you yeah. would. Um, so we're walking, and, and the man said, you know when somebody says something to you in the tone of banter, and you sort of go, ha, ha, because it's obviously meant in a jovial way? Hmm. I wrote it down straight away. Here's what he said. He sort of pointed expansively at our lot, and he said to me, you got 10 million quid there? And that's without the wife. Oh. Okay. But it had the sing-song tone of, yeah. hey, I've got a bonhomie, I'm being ten, friendly. Yeah. Ten million quid there, and that's without the wife. Does he mean what they were going to cost What they were going to cost you for the rest of their lives. Well, but, I mean... What that's what I think, I hence without the wife, and her shoe habit. I mean, if I... You know yeah. what ladies are like. If I'd known that he was saying they're going to cost that much, I would have said, well, in that case, we'll, we'll have the dog put down and I'll probably send the children <laughs> to state school because... <laughs> There's absolutely no way that they're going to cost me meant. 10 million quid. Did he mean ten, he couldn't have arrived at I'm 10 only million quid? I'm only was it radio show. Was it Zhang Wei? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I wish I'd known about Zhang Wei. I mean, Zhang Wei and his extravagant lifestyle. What we don't you, all live like you. You need to phone Nuclear Family 101 <laughs> yeah. and see what the cost or the real yeah. cost is. Or was he breaking it down, like, you know, per person? Like, my daughter, four million. Or, my son, wow. four hey, million. Hey, hey, the listen whip up. It, two million. I'm not spend that much. What if he no. was saying, you've got something priceless worth more than 10 million quid? I think that might have what been his What if it vibe. was a lovely thing? I know it's less funny for the radio, but I think that could be a nice thing. And do you think him saying, without the wife, was him She's being, mi- yeah. like, the slightly golfer misogyny of, I'm not factoring her in. She's the maraschino cherry. She's worthless. What's in a specialist uh, human traffickers tournament <laughs> that day? You know, they have a little convention and a golf day. Put some of back in. They weren't carrying their own bags now, you mentioned. No, well, there you go. They had about 300 people carrying their bags. I thought it was an unusual caddy system. Someone's gone on there. He thought it was being helpful. It was a very quick... um, It was was giving you a quote, essentially, wasn't it? (laughs) On what he would pay for you. exactly. But even that can't be right. He wouldn't pay that kind of money, would he? (laughs) I wish I'd known that. I'd have got rid of the whole lot and uh, (laughs) just got a new family this week. Yeah. Well, he probably had one. With him. <laughs> yeah. All right, you can have these. I'll have a but cheaper. But what did he mean, though? What did oh, he mean? Oh, man, it's man? plagued me. I think I've thought about it perhaps about 18 hours of every day since then. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to stop thinking about it now. Got 10, million, 10 million quid there. And, and that's without that's, the wife. That's so without that's the without wife. the wife that becomes complex. Or is he saying, look, this is a treasured <laughs> image that you've got here, yeah. but you need to lose the wife? <laughs> No, I don't Get think... Get rid of the wife. I don't think he's saying no, that. No, because that would have been but that's without I mean, the he, wife. He was playing golf. He might be a 
quite bitter divorcee. I don't know. Well, that, well, but also, that. but that's without the wife has got that thing about, you know, I went to the Labour Party conference, it was all beards and roll-up cigarettes, and that was just that, for women. Yeah. That right. one of the, it's yeah, got yeah. that yeah. kind of yeah. template yeah. to it. it. Had the Come on, lads, we know what ladies are like watching their soaps. It's got that flavour to it. Yeah. What I and what I think he's done, he's got the template of that gag, and he's just crammed any words in he can. Yeah. yeah. So the yeah. form is there, but it doesn't make any sense. It's like I'll tell you how I responded. I went, <laughs> and then and then walked on and said to my wife, "What does that mean?" And since then we've been puzzling it every no. day. Well, I um, I arrived at um, Elstree Studios mm. uh, to be greeted by. Um, Sarah, who works on this show, who, who also works on Room 101, there was a sign there that says, don't forget to show your pass, mm. and a drawing of a man with a lasso. And I've been thinking about it for three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a pun, you know, I think of myself as something of a pun, Mike. What, what do you mean by that? Why the lasso? Otherwise yeah. they're going to catch you and yeah. rope you off. Really? Cowboy style. Seems unlikely. At Elstree Studios. I wasn't happy with you, I'll be honest with you. I didn't want to ask them. Uh, they look like Western types. The men on the gate have both got those droopy moustaches. Oh, oh have they? I imagine, you know, they would use the Do word they... amigo. Casually. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't ask them in case, you know, they just put lassoes on boot, everything. a bootlace tie, Frank. Yeah, well, they got. They really have got that. Um, yeah. yeah what, what are you looking for, stranger? <laughs> <laughs> pe- Maybe they're going to cut me off at the pass. <laughs> mm. Thank you so much for um, listening. It's been a, a pleasure as ever. And um, bring on the feathers. You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8 a.m. on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the Southeast on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio.